Hello and welcome to the Tech Time podcast. The show dedicated to focus on sharing insights, strategies and stories related to digital design and technology world. I'm your host Atish Narawal and today we are going to discuss about the research which got published in Harvard Business Review in the form of blog with the title The Rise of WhatsApp in Brazil is about more than just messaging. As we all know WhatsApp Messenger is an instant messaging client for smartphones. It uses the internet to send the text messages, images, video to the contacts and family friend groups. But surprisingly in Brazil this direct messaging app turned to be one of the most popular platform for the digital marketing and e-commerce and technically it's virtually replacing traditional CRM tools. Today we are going to discuss this topic the our guest Fernanda Saboia. Fernanda is a product manager and strategist at Huge. Welcome Fernanda to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Would like to give a brief introduction before we deep dive into your research. Um my name is Fernanda like you said and and I'm a product strategist and manager and I've been working at Huge for a little over 4 years now. I worked for 4 years in the Huge Rio office in Brazil where I did product vision and product research type work as well as product development and product management. And then uh, I gave a, a talk about this topic at South by Southwest earlier in the year, and I've written uh, a few pieces about it as well as given other talks in other parts of the world. And then just this past July, I transferred from Rio to New York, so that's where I'm based now. Yeah, so I'd like to give a brief introduction about the research and uh, why you decided to start on this topic. So the reason that I, this research was conducted in Brazil, and the reason that really I thought about doing this research was because WhatsApp is the most used app in Brazil uh, by a lot, right? It's more used than Facebook, it's more used than Instagram, it's more used than a lot of things. And what I thought was really interesting is that I, as a consumer, was noticing that these small businesses were using WhatsApp for basically all of their marketing needs. So if they ever needed to talk to a consumer, they would do it through WhatsApp. Uh, if you try calling them, they would say, you know, send me a message in WhatsApp. So I thought that there was something there. So I, that is really what triggered my interest in this. So I interviewed about thirty small business owners in Brazil, uh, not just in Rio, but in, in different parts of the country, to really learn why they were doing this and how they were doing they were doing it. And I think the the most interesting thing is that even though this is conducted in with a Brazilian audience and about WhatsApp, these learnings really are universal. And you can use main points from this in any part of the world. It applies mm-hmm. to different countries. The only minor tweak is that it, it just might be a different app because WhatsApp is dominant in Brazil. But really, the way that they're using it can very much apply to Facebook Messenger, or it can apply to WeChat, or it can apply to whatever it is. Yeah. And I think that one of the reasons that Brazilians really they came up with a lot of interesting things that. other people uh, people in other parts of the world didn't think about it was because Brazilians by nature and I'm Brazilian it Brazilians by nature are very scrappy we're not really used to having things designed to work for us okay. so we just get whatever we have handed mm-hmm. and we do something else with it so you know before a lot of people really were talking about bots before a lot of people were talking about you know API access to messaging apps Brazilians are doing it naturally because that's just how we are. We just take whatever we have and we make it work for us. Yeah, I think that's the way. Even the digital marketing is trending. You know, like people are trying to use what are the tools they have available, and they are also trying to explore what are the other possibilities. So we all know that social media is connecting for the customers and using the social media to driving the marketing quite known thing. But that surprises me. Like why messaging app like WhatsApp is trying to trump social media even in these cases. So I think the the reason for that is very very simple. It's very very straightforward. It's really because we're using messaging more than we are using social media. Um, there is 
I think it was between the second second half of 2014 and the first half of 2015 when we really saw messaging apps becoming more popular than social media apps, which means that the actual user base of messaging apps is greater than social media apps. And really, we just open it more often than we open social media apps, you know? Yep. A lot of people mute notifications from Facebook because they get so many. Um, a lot of people like mute notifications from Twitter because they get so many, but people don't mute notifications from messaging apps. Yeah. So we're just using it all of the time. So that is why you know brands now want to figure out, all right, if my entire customer base is using this app, how yeah. can I possibly reach out to them and talk to them in that app? We all use messaging app more often than social media. And yes, messages comes from the messaging app, looks like more near to me, dear to me, or more tailored to me as compared to the social media. But what are the other advantages or what are the things which messaging app is giving to the users mm-hmm. as or to the marketers as compared to the mm-hmm. social media? Is it like I feel messaging app is very near to me or mm-hmm. like is there any segmented audience? What, mm-hmm. what are the other things? So th- there are a few reasons for that. One of them is I think because messaging, I guess like social media started as a tool for us to talk to our friends. Uh, so it's, it's one of the reasons that we use it most often, more often. And it's really a one-to-one platform, right? On social media, uh, if you post something on Facebook, technically you're posting for all of your friends. You know, there, there is a way to choose which one of your friends are going to see it, but it's not core to the product. Uh, if you put something on Twitter, all of your followers are going to see it. If you put something on Instagram, all of your followers want to see it. And sometimes we don't want that. Sometimes we don't want to share our entire lives uh, on these platforms. So that is one thing. We just we, we feel like on, through messaging, it's a much closer relationship that we have with whoever we're talking to because it's a one-on-one type of thing. And I think the other thing that marketers are really, really interested in is that you get a much higher success, success rate on messaging than you do on other platforms. So for example, um, if you share something on Facebook, only about 7% uh, of your friends or followers will actually see it. Okay. Um, if you, if you, and I, I can, I, I have the sources for that. So maybe that's something you can link on the podcast. I'm not just making these numbers up. These are numbers that I have, that I have the sources to. Mm-hmm. So 7% of people that follow you are going to see what you post on Facebook. If you send an email to a large user base, uh, about 22% of people will actually open and read that email. Okay. Now, if you send someone a message, an SMS message, there's a 98% uh, chance that they will read it. So really, if you compare 7% of Facebook, 22% of email, 98% of messaging, it really speaks to itself. It, it speaks to why marketers want to use messaging so much because you know most of the time, people are going to read it. And they read fast, too. I don't know if you know this, but the average response time to email is 90 minutes, okay. and the average response time to messaging is 90 seconds. So 98% of people read your message, basically everyone, and they read it faster, they read it faster than they do read, e- they would read email. So I think that's one of the reasons that marketers are really, really trying to get, figure out how to do this right. Thanks for sharing these numbers, otherwise I was want to be a devil's advocate, like how oh, and what basis you're talking, you know? Then of course the next question comes in my mind, text was an alternative. People use this SMS, then why not text? Why they are influencing to the WhatsApp? Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, this is a research that I did based in Brazil, and, and I definitely, there are definitely reasons why WhatsApp is bigger in Brazil than SMS, and there are other reasons for the rest of the world. But basically, the, the reason why WhatsApp got really, really popular in Brazil is because messaging is really, really expensive. 
So sending an SMS in Brazil is about 55 times more expensive than it is in the US. It's really expensive. It never became a part of how we communicate the way that it has in the US and other parts of the world. Um, but users always wanted to text people. So as soon as we had an alternative that let them do that for free, they started using it, which is the case of WhatsApp uh, in Brazil specifically. But I think the reason that messaging apps are getting uh, more popular than SMS all over the world is just really because they are robust platforms. If you think SMS, it's almost like you're interacting with the technology. You always, you're almost like interacting with the back end of how networks connect to each other and you can send a text message. When you're talking about WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger and Snapchat and WeChat, there is so much functionality around it. And you know, you talk about creating groups and that kind of stuff. Plus the fact that you do it over the internet, so you'd actually pay per message. I think that's that's one of the reasons that people just stopped sending SMS and just went straight for messaging apps. Yeah, I think it makes sense having additional functionality with the latest trends and moves in terms of like gifts, instance mm -hmm. of additional links or references or images or map locations. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it gives much more edge as compared to text. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you sent an SMS to someone? Oh yeah, I think. <sighs> I send often, but not that often like the way I use yeah. WhatsApp. But when you do send SMS, you're just sending text, right? You might just send text, image, very small, like, no. Yeah, exactly. You might send an image, but it's going to take forever. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you, on, on messaging apps, you can create groups, you can create, uh, you can share videos, you can share images, you can edit images, you can, you know, whatever. So the possibilities are just much bigger. Okay. So these all small and mid-sized marketing companies or the shop owners like mm -hmm. they are using this whatsapp mm -hmm. for them whatsapp is installed on their mobile and they suggest an app so how a single person with installed whatsapp on his one single mobile how is going to interact with all these list of customers mm -hmm. how the exactly system gets set up what are the steps can you give us example like how they really interact any example or any sample service mm -hmm. you can so I think really the examples that I have are from small business owners. So these sure. are people that talk directly to their consumers. They know their, by their first names. So they actually take the time of messaging them. And it's usually just out of one phone. Really, that is the most common case that I saw through my research. It's just these small business owners that instead of calling people, they would just use WhatsApp. And then it's just like their personal phone. That's really what they would do. So what, what they did was they would... If you went on their websites, and if you went on their Instagram pages, and if you went on their Facebook pages, on the description, they would have their mobile phone, their personal mobile phone, and they would say, WhatsApp me through this number. Okay. Uh, and some went as far as having the actual number on their marquee. So I have, you know, there's, there's this picture that I saw in my presentation, I can share the link as well, of this local gym in the neighborhood of Rio, in the neighborhood of Rio, and on the marquee they have the name of the gym, mm -hmm. and then they have a personal cell phone number, and then they have the WhatsApp icon. So okay. they don't have anything else, they don't have a landline, they don't have a Facebook page, they don't have anything else, that is the main way to contact, to contact them. So that is how they rely on getting their numbers, uh, getting their number across. They put it on other platforms, such as the website, such as social media, such as um, even the actual marquee or packaging, really, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I did also talk that on, through my, on my research, I also came by other examples of bigger companies. So there is this one example of this company called Lopez, and they are um, 
a real estate company in Brazil. They're one of the biggest in the country. They they manage over two hundred thousand units, and they if you go to their website and if you click on contact us, okay. they list the WhatsApp number as one of them. And this is a pretty big company. So I reached out to them and I asked, you know, how do you do this? And they said, well, first it's only limited to one city. It's only limited to São Paulo, which is the, the biggest city in the country. And they have, I think, 10 agents that take shifts managing the WhatsApp. Okay. So each one of them is on WhatsApp for eight hours a time at a time. And then that's, that's how they manage that channel. I think so use sometimes WhatsApp web. Mm-hmm. where I just log in via browser and I, sometimes I feel that's the best way I can communicate with a couple of people I can search the same then images mm-hmm. maybe they might be using that you know yeah yeah well the, it, I use it a lot as well but okay. usually when I'm at work and I want to type on, on my cell phone I just use a computer uh, I think the only issue with that is that it still doesn't allow for multiple people to, to use it at once uh, but it's way easier than using your phone definitely so I think WhatsApp might know that they, it's been used beyond a personal messaging. Mm-hmm. Is there any strategy or any service which try to customize from WhatsApp side to ease this problem? Or is just the tool people are using in, in WhatsApp may or may not know about this? No, they definitely are aware of it. And I think they're being really smart in that they are not releasing API access. So it's really hard for you to build an app that works on top of WhatsApp. And I think the reason that they're doing that is because they know that as soon as they release an API, a bunch of businesses are going to get on it and it's just going to create a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. And it's going to become something like what Facebook has become, where if you want to cut through the noise, you have to invest money and you have to promote a story, that kind of thing, because you just have so much stuff on Facebook and you have a lot of ads and that kind of stuff. So I think that they are holding back API access because they don't want it to become like that. Okay. Because they know that 90% of people read messages, so they want to keep that number high. Because as soon as you start getting spam content on WhatsApp, that is when it stops. Being yeah, anyone can take my number and just use the API to send messages. Exactly, exactly. So they're, I think they're trying to figure out first how to do it right. Uh, so they're holding back um, access to it. And I think the reason, you know, the fact that they were bought by Facebook means that they don't have to make money right now. Now, if they were a startup, they might have been like, we need to figure out how to make money out of WhatsApp. So let's go ahead Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and put in ads or whatever it is. But the fact that they have Facebook backing them, they don't need to figure out how to make money right now, which so I they, think is great. They can think more on creativity right now. Yeah. yeah. So is it just like a reaching out as a CRM or like reaching out just to marketing or it's also trying to move into the space of e-commerce too. Like, mm-hmm. can I can I just order pizza or WhatsApp in the browser? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. They're actually, you know, the main way that people are using WhatsApp in Brazil is for a customer service. Mm-hmm. So after you've made a purchase, you go ahead and message them if you have any questions, if you have any doubts, that kind of stuff. So that, that is the main way, but there are also other ways. And one of them is text to shop. And there have been a lot of um, examples of companies that are doing that, that allow you to text them and, and, and buy something and uh, I think pizza delivery is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 just really easy, especially there are there are actually players in the US doing something similar where you can just I think Domino's did something that if you text them and pizza emoji, okay, um, they you 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 order a pizza just like that, just by Ooh. sending them. Okay, uh, that's through SMS, but it, you know really would work through anything. Uh, so you text them a pizza emoji and you you order a pizza just from that. Yeah, but there there are people in Brazil using it for to sell stuff definitely. I, I actually have this, uh, I can also share, share, uh, share the link with you, 
but actually someone, I think this was last year, actually bought a house through WhatsApp. Oh my god. So they set up the entire transaction through WhatsApp and they shared the receipt um, as an image and they said, look, I've made a down payment, you know, let's go ahead with the deal. And when they actually needed to like update the paperwork of, you know, who owns the real estate, they use a transaction of um, the, the conversation as a part of the paperwork to show that they, they actually agreed on the price and that the buyer made the transaction. And, and, you know, transfer the money. Okay. That's pretty interesting. So I think having this e-commerce too and moving in that direction, I also come in mind about the conversational commerce. These days, I think AI is playing very new trend and, and it's not just the AI, but even the user's expected behavior is also changing. Now, people just don't want a service to be just say, hi, hello, but they want to be used more conversational. So in that case, what's the try to move? They can move into the solid future in that direction. You know? Yeah, definitely. I think that's probably one of the ways that they're going to go. They're going to build, you know, sophisticated bots that allow you to uh, to message on a scale, really, and not have to depend on one person behind it, which is what I think Facebook Messenger is doing really well. You just have these bots that allow you to completely run um, sophisticated and, and, and uh, large customer service operations out of messaging. Yes. As of now, WhatsApp hasn't given us the API access. There is still concern about the privacy, spamming and noise. Mm -hmm. What are the things you observe there? So, I'll be honest with you. When I was doing my research, which again was based in Brazil, privacy never came up as an issue. Because I think Brazilians are just not really worried about it. <laughs> um, but as far as noise, that is, that, that is an actual concern. Because, you know, like I said, as soon as, as, soon as they release API and a bunch of companies have access to it, we're going to stop reading all the messages because it means that most of them will not be actually interesting to us. And I think it brings up one of the very, very interesting points, which is that uh, WhatsApp and messaging in general is not a platform for push marketing. Okay. It is not a content for you to share your media. It's not a, it's not a platform for you to share your commercials and share your brand. Yeah. It's, it is a platform for you to be available to your customers, you know? so Just for direct messages. Not for showing, but still they might be using to advertise. Hey, we got this new deal. Hey, we got this new service. Do they do still do that, or it's just like when I ask the question, that's the only reason they. That's the only time they reply to me. Um, they could definitely do that, but I still think that you know, in a platform where so people feel very, very close to messaging because it's a platform that they use to talk to their husbands and wives. It's a platform that they use to talk to their parents. It's the platform that they use to talk to their kids. Uh, to their closest friends. So as soon as they get a brand and telling them, hey, here's something new, they're going to be like, oh, I don't care about this anymore. You know, so there is there's definitely, or there would be definitely some resistance from the customer's perspective if they ever started getting brand content that they didn't specifically ask for. Yeah. I think as far as my knowledge, this seems to be the first type of case where someone starts to use direct messaging for the digital marketing. And whenever someone starts for the first time, there are a lot of learnings, there are a lot of things which we never expect. Do you see any learnings or any issues so far which these small individual shop owners might have learned or they are, or you might learn that they are doing right or they are not doing wrong or they might not be encountered for this in the past? You know, I think one of the very interesting things that they're doing, which I think is something that bigger brands might be able to 
leverage as well is using the platform to build communities around the brand. Okay. So let's say that your brand has is is let's say that your brand is set up around a topic that gets people very um, passionate and very active. Mm-hmm. For example, let's say fitness, right? So you have these people that are like active in the fitness community. You can actually create a group around your brand where people get together and talk about fitness. Right? Okay. So I saw this example in Rio uh, of a CrossFit gym, and CrossFit obviously gets people very, very passionate. People that are into CrossFit are very, very, uh, they spend a lot of energy and time on it. So the gym created a group on WhatsApp. Um, the name of the group was the name of the gym, but it was not a group about the gym. So they did use it to make announcements, such as, you know, for Christmas will be closing early or whatever it is, but it was most of the time, it was just user-generated content. Okay. So what some people would be going to Reddit, or some people would be going to Tumblr, they would instead go to the WhatsApp group that was set up around that one specific gym, but really, everyone in that group had that one interest in, in common. So they created groups around that topic, okay. big, larger than a brand, you know? So I think this is the one of the place where I see WhatsApp gives additional age to the other social platforms in mm-hmm. terms of... Yeah, other social platforms as a group, but mm-hmm. WhatsApp groups is much more clive, much more close, mm-hmm. more segmented, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's more teller. Yeah, yeah. You, you tend to know everyone who's in the group. Yes. It's not like being a part of a forum or a messaging board where there could be like 3,000 users or 30,000 users. It's like these are the 10 people that go to the same gym as I do. Okay, so apart from communities, any other place you feel like WhatsApp is expanding, especially because WhatsApp is also a communication tool? Does these companies using WhatsApp as their internal communication? We all know HipChat, Slacks, but yeah. just, just curious. Oh, definitely in Brazil, it's very, very popular, especially <laughs> because Slack never made it big in Brazil. Um, so I know that, for example, uh, we, we have we have a WhatsApp group for the people that work at Huge in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the VPs and executives have a group for just the executives, um, and it's all on WhatsApp. I talked to a startup founder who said that they have a WhatsApp group just from the executives of the startup and the PR company because they know that that is the fastest way to, whenever they have a crisis, whenever they have a PR crisis, the fastest way to get a hold of everyone is through WhatsApp. So it's definitely, uh, you see it happening in, in some circles in Brazil, definitely. So is it just Brazil or you think this phenomena in other countries as well? So I think... WhatsApp is one of the most popular apps all over the world. Yes. Um, and I think really these these way the the ways that Brazilians are using WhatsApp really can happen anywhere in the world. Like I said, you can do everything I just said in the US if you replace WhatsApp on Facebook Messenger, but you're still able to sell on messaging. You're still able to provide personal service through messaging. In Europe, it might actually be through WhatsApp because WhatsApp is the most popular app and one of the most popular messaging apps in Europe and Asia. Uh, it's also really popular in some parts of Asia, it might be WeChat and other parts. Yes. So it's definitely a uh, world-life phenomenon, yes. So, would like to cover any other takeaways or any parts if we missed from this conversation? No, I don't, I think we covered everything, but really if I would just summarize everything into one big thing, yeah. which I think is really, really important, is do not use WhatsApp or messaging to push content. Okay. Um, I do not want to get messages from companies that are not direct replies to my questions. So if I if I bought this chair 
and the chair broke on day two, I absolutely want to message Ikea and say, hey, this is what happened, help me fix it. And I want Ikea to reply to me. Yeah. But I do not want Ikea to message me and say, hey, there's a sale for 15% off of chairs. Yeah. You know? So do not use messaging if it's if it's not a direct reply to something a customer asked. Yeah. So, you know, messaging at the end of the day is an amazing tool for customer service. It is not an amazing tool for for marketing and, and campaigning. Yeah. Because as soon as us as users start getting messages that are not relevant to us, that that is when we need a spam folder and that is when WhatsApp stops being an opportunity and messaging in general. Yeah. So as of now, I think WhatsApp looks like a very lucrative and very easy to use, mm-hmm. much more close to the small and mid-sized companies. I wonder how this big level company is gonna handle with this. And also like how the market leaders in the CRM like Salesforce, SAP, or mm-hmm. are gonna deal with this, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I don't have a straight answer as to how big companies are going to use it because yeah. really it's in the hands of Facebook who now owns WhatsApp to yeah. develop platforms that support big companies. I think one thing that I've seen happen in Brazil is have smaller groups for uh, local sales. So for example, let's talk about, I have this example of a fashion brand. It's mm-hmm. a, a countrywide brand, it's a pretty big brand. Um, they do not have a, a, a position on WhatsApp. But what they do have is, is specific shops have their own WhatsApp group. Okay. So, you know, let's talk about, you know, there's a small fashion shop that has shops all over the country. They don't have a, a brand-wide presence, but that one in Dumbo has a group where they, or, or the manager of that shop in Dumbo, you know, has the WhatsApp number for all their uh, most frequent customers. So I think that is a way, you know, to just you divide and conquer, you know? Yeah. Is there any ways where our listeners can reach out to you? Do you have any Twitter handle? Or? Yeah, sure. So you can definitely reach out through Twitter. I share a lot of interesting articles. Mm-hmm. Um, and my Twitter handle is just Saboya, which is my last name, and that is S-A-B-O-I-A. So yeah, just reach out for that, and I'm glad to answer any questions and, and share interesting articles. Thank you, Fernanda. It was a really great conversation. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun.